Hey everyone, it's your girl Emma. Thanks so much for tuning into the African Diaspora News Channel. Today we're going to talk about a 300 pound white man and a 110 pound young black woman. This 300 pound white man beat this 110 pound young black woman half to death because her dog ran into his backyard. I'm going to roll the clip and then we'll talk about it. She was actually beat up by a 300 pound white man, her neighbor, after her dog ran into his backyard. On June 20th, I was beaten pretty badly by uh, my neighbor. PG took off and I saw her running after a stray cat or some kind of uh, bunny rabbit in, in the direction of the attacker, which is right beside Tony's house. His name's Shelly and went into his backyard and I stayed on on Tony's property and I called over Gigi and she came back um, within like 10 seconds and she knew she was in trouble and, and I still had to discipline her. So I took her to my backyard and then that's when from like the side, I can hear somebody, um, you know, yelling out, hey, you buddy, you know, pal, I'm talking to you, you know, punk, using those kind of terms. And I, I've never spoke to Shelly before. What was he saying to you? What was he calling you? He called me buddy, pal, and, and mm -hmm. punk. Those were the three terms. And that's when he, he approached me and he's like, you know, cursing and saying, hey, I'm effing talking to you. Hey, pal, you know, you and your effing dog have been chilling in my backyard. So he's, he's referring to past uh, events and I've never been in his backyard before. Um, and I told him, I'm like, you, you don't, you don't approach me like that. That's what I said mm -hmm. to him. And before I was even able to explain to him that I've never been there, it was like right away, there was arms, like fists being thrown. Uh, fists being thrown at you? Yeah, like right away. Like I, all I said to him was don't approach me like that. And as soon as I said that, I just remember getting punched in the face, my eyes, uh, he smashed my head on the concrete and kept going down. Can you describe to me what does this neighbor Shelly look like? He's, he's massive. He's, he's a, he looks like he's in his fifties or sixties. Uh, he drives like a, you know, a scooter that's mainly for elderly people. Um, but he looks like he's about 300 pounds. He's, he's three times my weight. He's a, he's a big guy. I'm, I'm, 110 pounds. I never uh, expected him to come like to fight. I hit the ground pretty fast and I just remember my head just going back and forth, him scraping me on, on the concrete app. Um, that's why I'm, I'm keeping my, my do-rag on to, to protect the new skin from exposed to the sun. Um, he scraped me, uh, ended up giving me uh, two separate stitches, a total of eight, some of my eyebrow, um, it's gone, uh, but I, I would say it was about plus 30 punches. Did anybody call the police? Um, my friend called the police. My friend came when she came up. She, um, she told me that I was unresponsive and she came before EMS. So EMS came pretty fast. Uh, the police, uh, from what she told me, um, they said that they had other um, calls. So let's clarify this. So EMS came. 
they took you away. Police didn't arrive because they said to you that they had other calls. Yeah, they had other important calls. Other things were going on that day. They never had enough um, police officers. So when did police finally get involved in this? They came around like uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. The following day? Yeah, around 6 o'clock in the morning asking for a statement. And even when I was at the hospital, a nurse said she's going to be right back. There's a police officer that wanted to speak to you. And then she came back to me and said, he can't talk to you because he's a part of a different division. So then what happened next after they took photos of your body and then finally got your statement? They said that they were going to go and apprehend it. They were going to go Did right they... away. Mm -hmm. And they went to go to, to get Shelly. Um, and from what I'm hearing, because I had some friends and other neighbors that were there outside trying to see what's going to happen. And the police drove away because he wouldn't come outside. So they needed some... Um, they needed a warrant to get inside. So both of the, the officers went away and then came back hours later to then arrest him. He got arrested and, and the charge was a bodily harm that it, it sits at right now. What do you want to see done to this man who attacked you? He needs to be punished. There has to be something mm -hmm. that's 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 more for him. And I don't, it's just, it's very pri privileged a uh, system that we we live in for some and, and then that's that's not okay because i i might be his first victim on paper but who knows if he's actually committed that before and just nobody knows about it i don't want him on the streets and i don't i don't you know 200 meters away from me is all that they're they're putting in place right now no he doesn't need to be around anybody he needs to be in jail and think about what he he did so much to unpack here first of all a 300 pound white man beats up a 110 pound black woman because her dog went in his backyard. No, this was an opportunity for a white racist supremacist to exact his racism on a black person. And that's all this is about. Now let's talk about the police. They showed up the following morning because they claimed that there were too many calls to tend to when this woman was unresponsive, according to one of her friends, uh, that would be a serious crime. But they didn't show up to the following morning to take her statement. And then they go to arrest this man. And then they say they can't because they needed a search warrant. Well, I don't know how it is in the United States, but here, if you commit a serious crime, a warrant is not needed to arrest and this man committed a serious crime. Now let's talk about in the hospital and a police officer comes to question her. And then all of a sudden, you're not in his jurisdiction so he can no longer question you and then he leaves? Yeah, that is unheard of. Uh, and now let's talk about switching it around. What if it were a 300 pound black man who beat a 110 pound white woman nearly half to death? Would all of that happen coming the following day to get a statement, then going to arrest him and then saying, oh, we don't have a search warrant, so we can't arrest you. And then coming back later to arrest, that would not have ha been how it went down. 
this black man would have probably been apprehended immediately and maybe not even live to tell the story. Now let's turn it around again. What if it was the same 300 pound white man and it was a 110 pound white woman whose dog ran in the backyard? Would that have been his reaction? Absolutely not. This is racism at its finest. This is a white supremacist who sees an opportunity to beat a black woman because he is a racist. And just being able to stay 200 meters away and being charged with bodily harm, and that's all he got? The complexion for the protection. He should be under the jail. But of course, this is what happens. And this is what I mean when I say there's no real repercussions for white people's actions. Tell me what you think about it. In the meantime, thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, peace be.